Standby. Hello, this is Penn Jillette. The possibility exists that if I were to actually listen to the lackadaisical Librocubicularist podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I would potentially enjoy it. A ringing endorsement. Potentially enjoy this episode, which will start after the other half of my magical comedy duo, Teller, gives us a countdown. Take it away, Teller. Hello, welcome to the Librocube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the lackadaisical Librocubicalist. Today, my friends, is TV Tuesday, sometimes referred to as Television Tuesday, for that is what TV stands for, and it does not stand alone. Well, I don't know what that means, but it does not. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. I will spoil the bejesus out of this thing that I will discuss. There's no ifs. There's no ands. There's no buts about it. It will be spoiled. So if you have not seen it, potentially you still enjoy it. In fact, in this case, I think no matter what I say, you could watch what I will discuss and still enjoy it. Enjoy it for the reason that the enjoyment is just oozing out of it no matter what happens here. Yes. Something I also like to say at the top of every show is that if you like what you hear, and by that I mean this podcast and not the sort of ambient sounds within the room you are in currently in, uh-huh. the only payment I ask is one. A million dollars. No, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. The only payment I ask is that perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment within iTunes, as that is what helps podcasts grow and flourish and become things, things, I say, that will, of course, take us into our last piece of podcast-related business, which is today's sponsor, which is the new Ro... Oh, <laughs> yeah. The new Rom Whore Act, which if you are somehow unfamiliar with that term, it's a combination romantic horror action movie, or Rom Whore Act. It is titled George A. Romeo's Date Night of the Living Dead. Once again, today's sponsor is George A. Romeo's Date Night of the Living Dead, which is, of course, the newest Rom Horror Act movie. Yes. Thank you to that for sponsoring this episode, this TV Tuesday episode, this TV Tuesday episode, in which I have brought back four, count them, well, no need to count them, four episodes of At Midnight. Yeah. I love the show. One of, if not one of my, if not the of favorite show on TV today, I don't know, it's definitely up there. Consistent generating of a metric putton of laughs this show has done in my belly, and for that, I love it. I do not believe I am alone in this fact, for the reason that these four episodes I have brought back are from the second season of the new series, if that's how we want to break this up. I don't know if that is at all correct. Basically, what has happened is our buddy, our pal, Chris Hardwick, friend of the 
podcast, although he does not know of its existence, has created a television show called At Midnight. Uh, it was on the air last year and has since been, as they say in the biz, picked up for a handful of quite a number of many more indefinite number of new episodes, which is super, super exciting for the reason that they are awesome. And uh, also the fact that Chris Hardwick says this has been like his dream job and he would do this for the rest of his natural life, which I could totally understand because basically it's him and three comedians who are quite often his friends, plus I am sure many of the people working on the show also comedically inclined and friends just hanging out and then filming it for the purposes of TV. It takes the form of a game show, basically, but... uh you know, that's just sort of at its roots, I suppose. It's the friendship, and it's the comedy that really, really bring it all together and make it one of the best things to happen ever. Yeah, just period, full stop. Uh, I should mention at this point that what I am doing now is just recording the opening for this podcast. Yeah, uh, I, I kind of feel like doing it, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I think it'll work out better that way, a little more evenly when I do it this way, just for the reason that, because I have four episodes, it means potentially, and I don't know if it'll work out this way, who knows in this crazy podcasting biz, uh, I'll talk about two episodes on the drive-in, and I'll talk about two episodes on the drive home. That is potentially what will happen. Potentially I'll do three on the way in and one on the way home. Potentially all four on the way in. Potentially... Uh, one in three? No, that's that's the least likely. That's the least likely scenario. If that happens, I will eat my hat. And I'm not even wearing a hat. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I guess we'll uh, take a break now, uh, which will be indicated by me pushing this button that says transition. There will be a sound to indicate said transition, and then we'll start talking about At Midnight with your host, Chris Hardwick. I am the host of this... There's no denying that. There's no denying that. Oh, uh, you know what I just realized uh, as well? I think, if my math is correct, which the odds are it is not, the third episode with my new Pendulette opening. So uh, how about little audience participation as I strive for, uh, unsuccessfully most times, uh, let me know what you think of said opening. Yay? Question mark? Waiting for your response? Realizing I can't hear you? Pushing transition button now. Transition. January 13th at midnight is when this first episode aired. And the first episode I'm going to be talking about. So that um, is making of sense, I suppose. As much as anything does within the liberal cube, which is... Nonsensical quite often for the purposes of comedy. I'll, I'll be 100% Amish with you. 100% Amish. The three quote-unquote contestants of this episode were Kyle Kinane, the Kinane, Kyle Kinane, rather, Matt Bronger, Bronger, I don't even know her, you broader, you Bronger. Uh-huh. And Christella Alonzo, all comedians of the standing-up variety, I do believe, as Jimmy Pardo would say. Uh, I have brought back At Midnight before on a TV Tuesday, but I feel it deserves a little bit of an explanation. 
in case you did not hear that episode and have not seen the show. Uh, basically, host Chris Hardwick will invite three funny people onto the show. The funny people will be behind podiums, a la Jeopardy, and then we'll have to say funny things uh, based on other things huh, that Chris Hardwick says and shows and plays and things. Can I be more vague? Probably. I could have just said things and then stopped talking. At the top of every show, they will show uh, something that sort of happened online during that day. This particular episode showed examples of something called Jennifer Lawrencing, which uh, she, apparently she wore a dress uh-huh, <laughs> to some event, mm -hmm, yes, and the dress was white with two black stripes. Oh no, or, or yay, I, I don't know what, what it is, okay. It's the internet, I suppose. I don't have to know what it means. <laughs> Anyways, Jennifer Lawrencing is getting, like, a sheet or a white bedspread and then tying, like, two black ropes around yourself to imitate this dress. And uh, Mr. Hardwick showed several examples of this at the top of the show because it happened on the internet that day. Yay! <laughs> I love it. It's uh, kind of maybe a little little bit uh, of a Fry Internet Day episode of this podcast when you think about it, because what I do is bring things back from the internet. What he does is bring things back from the internet. The only difference being is, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what the difference is. In fact, I think he stole my idea. I am going to sue for friendship for friendship. Uh, of course, as it has from time to time, uh, Rob Ford mayor of Toronto came up. <laughs> I don't live in Toronto. I live uh, between an hour and a half an hour, depending on traffic, north of Toronto. But uh, yeah, we do hear a lot of that news up here, as you are going to, considering it is a, a nation, nay, the worldwide story of Mayor Rob Ford and his craziness. And in fact, last night, I think a couple other videos surfaced of him somewhat recently being drunk and disorderly in public yet again. It looked like it was like in a McDonald's and he was talking in a Jamaican accent. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have not, for the purposes of our talk here, written down every single thing, every single quote-unquote game that they played over the course of this episode. Just sort of picked and choose things that uh, either stood out or um, wrote down because I had a pen in my hand. You know, either or. A definite standout for this show, and I think one that has become a quick favorite with fans and Mr. Hardwick alike is something called Hashtag Wars. Yeah. Uh, basically, it is a pun game in which you make puns, kind of. Well, no, I guess not necessarily puns, but it, it quite often degrades or upgrades, depending on how you look at it, into puns. Uh, he will give a subject, and then you will have to give a hashtag on Twitter for that subject. Let me give you an example. In this episode, the hashtag wars were wrestling TV shows. He will usually give two or three examples. Uh, what I have done for these four episodes I have brought back is written down an example of my own. Came up with my own little hashtag war idea. 
for example, for my wrestling TV show, uh, I have written hashtag human Andre the Giant, which is a combination of a television show called Human Giant and the wrestler Andre the Giant. You see what I've done there? I've combined them both in a wrestling TV show. Uh, that one I like, too, for the reason that Human Giant is a show that uh, a lot of the, or at least some of the people who were on it have appeared on at midnight. So, you know, double, uh, double maybe triple-edged sword there. Yep, yep. They played a game called Tumblr I Hardly Knew Ye. He. Her. <laughs> oh my god, I'm an idiot. Tumblr? I hardly knew her. That's probably why I said that stupid Matt Bronger joke at the beginning, because I had that in my bra in my brain, subconsciously perhaps. That's where uh, they have to come with they come up with or show yeah show ridiculous Tumblr examples. Uh, I'm not a Tumblr user, so I don't have too much to say about that. You know what? I will say this more of a question than anything is uh, what is Tumblr like? If someone listening to this uses it, why would someone like me want to be a part of it? And I'm not saying this to poo-poo it by any means. I'm saying this, like, quite legitimately. Why would someone like me want to be on Tumblr? They ended the show with a segment called FTW, or For the Win, which, um, it's kind of neat how they do it. Chris Hardwick, over the course of the show, will, uh, award points for funny things people say. They almost, it has kind of a whose line, in, is it any feel, just in that the points, they're not arbitrary per se, but they're kind of just like, oh, all right, here's some points. Oh, you want points? Here's some points. That sort of idea. And then at the end of the show, uh, whoever has the least amount of points, that's it. Say goodbye, Gracie. And goodnight, I mean. Goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Okay, uh, and then, uh, Jesus. And that will mean it's down to two. Head to head, if you will, where they will play one final game. In this case, they had to write a Amazon review of a uh, Japanese mechanical ass. This is an ass that the Japanese have created because Japan. And the description was something along the lines of uh, the mechanical motion that this ass can, I guess, do will indicate what feeling the human being would be in if this were attached to a human. So it's an ass that indicates feeling that is um, mechanical in nature. Like it's covered in like a latex and looks, it looks rubbery, sure. They had to pixelate it a little bit for some reason, which Chris went on about a little bit to great amusement. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so they then wrote a review of this mechanical ass. The winner of that episode was... Should I just... Should I say the winners? Uh, you know what? For every single episode, I've written down, wrote down, mm -hmm, who the winner was. But uh, I really, really... Uh, I, I don't... I, I very often feel that in the things I bring back, I want you listening to experience for yourself. If you have not, that, that, that is a sort of usual case scenario. Uh, I don't think ever more strongly as it is with this show. So, please, please check it out, and I have decided that I'm not going to tell you who won any of these, so you can go over and check it out for yourself. Moving on to January 14th. You see what's happening here? 
Last one was the 13th. This is the 14th. I bet you you can tell which one's going to be next. Yeah, the show's on uh, four days a week. Uh, it goes Daily Show, Col- Colbert Report, followed by uh, At Midnight. So a uh, pretty pretty cool time slot there to be following those two super, super funny dudes. Okay, January 14th at midnight had Rory Scoville, John Doerr, who I love, and Beth Stelling. Why do I think it's Sterling? But I wrote down Stelling. Mm, I feel bad now, because I really liked her as well. Uh, her, I, I hadn't seen before. Rory Scoville, I've seen on quite a few things, uh, doing his stand-up and such. John Doerr has a, or had a show up here in Canada called The John Doerr Show, which was, is, continues to be one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. He is uh, just so, so super quick. Canadian, which, of course, I enjoy. Great, great illustrator of Canadian humor and wet, this guy. And um, has a beard. Beth Stelling, she is a little cutie pie, also oozing comedy, so uh, I really, really liked her, and I'm going to make, uh, as I do from time to time, a mental note for myself. Jordan, mental note, try to find other things with Beth Stelling in, because she is very, very good, and you liked her, and continue to do so. End of mental note. It looks like in this episode, they jumped into the hashtag wars quite early. In this one, it was knockoff bands, knockoff bands. So, again, Mr. Hardwick had a couple of funny examples. Rory, John, and Beth had many hilarious examples. Mine, that I have created, uh, is a band called Investigate Canine, which is, of course, a knockoff of Snoop Dogg. Investigate Canine. People! People! Uh, my one sort of regret is that... Uh, you can send your examples in, which I did for each and every one of these. It behooves you, though, to do it sort of live as they do it, because then they pick the best one and bring it back the next day, like from Joe Blows, like myself. But uh, I'm watching these on the weekend, sort of back to back to back, so I, I think the only chance of me ever getting one slipping one in there, as it were, is if I have a really good Friday one, which I did. I really, really liked my Friday one, which uh, I'll, I'll get into at some point. Probably um, this afternoon, the way things are looking. Okay, so uh, Sweet Emoji is another game they played. That's where um, they would put up a series of a couple of emojis. Usually, I think it was three, and then you had to describe what this emoji was um, describing. This is another thing that uh, I've never really used emojis, but uh, I, I want to make funny ones and send them to the missus to annoy the hell out of her. So maybe we'll just tag, we'll hashtag that mental note as well. Oh, I like this next one. Uh, it's called OK Cupid or Serial Killer. That's where they will take something that was said from either a serial killer or ripped from a OkCupid online dating profile. Back in my internet dating days, I used mostly Plenty of Fish. That was my sort of go-to. Did try OkCupid. Don't know if I ever got any dates from that site. Uh, Maybe I did. Maybe I did. I I don't actually remember. 
But what I don't remember is some of the... Well, maybe because I'm a guy and I was looking at girls and most of the craziness and ridiculous things said, as you can imagine, are coming from dudes. <laughs> well, some of them were girls, I think. Uh, any, anyways, anyways. I, I don't remember reading profiles of the insane variety that this game illustrates. Just fucked up. <laughs> uh, I think one of my favorite parts of this... <laughs> and I think it might have been for that. Nah, you know what? I don't even remember what game it was for. Uh, some of the games, they will type in an answer and then read it aloud. There was one here where John Doerr typed in his answer, and it was along the lines of, this has nothing to do with the question, I'm just going to kill myself when this show is over, I'm so lonely. And he didn't read it out loud, he just kind of looked sadly into the camera. <laughs> Uh, it was friggin' hilarious, and I laughed. Long and hard. Both long and hard. Uh, they next showed a clip, and I think this was the final game. Uh, and I, I want to know what this clip is exactly, like the, the behind-the-scenes of this clip. It was in a golf pro shop, and it was sort of a, a closed-caption television, CCTV, one of those things, and... Just suddenly, someone basically falls through the roof. As if they were in an office upstairs, and the roof collapsed, and they fell through into the golf pro shop where some guy is working. And and where the, the, the internet comes in, where the freakishness comes in, is just the absolute calmness of both the guy who fell through, as well as the guy working in the comm shop working in the in the golf pro shop along the lines of and I keep saying along the lines of for the reason that I'm going by my little point four notes here but along the lines of oh hi Joe oh hi Frank are you okay yeah I'm okay <laughs> what the fuck he just fell through the roof why are you not in, like hurt he did he did say ow that hurt or something like just super super calm uh, yeah. And you had to, for that one, uh, say how the video should be, um, tagged, basically. My idea for that one was just a simple, for, yeah, easy, pretty straightforward, if you will. Alright, folks, uh, if you listen to my opening, which, <laughs> I don't know why I just said that, because obviously, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to the opening of this episode, so that was dumb to say. I don't know why I'm dwelling on it, because I'm an idiot. Anyways, my thought in the opening that it would likely turn into a two-and-two two scenario in which I would talk about two episodes on the way to work and two on the way home. That is what has happened. Prediction fulfilled. I could probably, if I went like a maniac, squeeze one more in right now, but uh, I don't want to go like a maniac. I mean, I will go like a maniac in terms of craziness, but not in terms of speed. Okay? And are there slow maniacs out there? That's another good question. Slow maniacs, do they exist? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Good question. Okay, well, anyways, I don't want to dwell on slow maniacs too much. I will say, though, that... Oh. My. Glum. Look at her butt. I'm a fool to do your dirty working, working, working. And we're back. We are back! We 
are back. We are back. We are back. 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 We are back. Back in action. Hello again. Well, well, etc. It was a day at work in which I did some of said work, and now it is completed. Now we're driving home. It is still TV Tuesday. It's still a TV Tuesday in which I'm disgusting. Disgusting. Oh my god. Jesus. Disgusting. I may be disgusting as well. You don't know. You don't know. Probably am. Probably am to some degree. Discussing at midnight with Mr. Chris Hardwick, the man, the myth, the legendary entertainment employee? Uh, maybe. That may, that may be technically correct and humorous. I don't know. Uh, we are talking at midnight specifically right now, the episode that aired on January 15th, in which the contestants were Nikki Glazer, Ron Funches, 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 and Neil Brennan. Three incredibly funny people. Their funniness is super, super verified in this episode. Superly. I think uh, Ron Funches may have uh, taken the cake for me and given me the most laughs, but even just saying that out loud, as I've just done, the other the other two, Nikki and Neil, NNN, <laughs> as they are never called, were super funny too, and I'd, I'd doff my cap if I were, in fact, wearing one. But uh, Ron may have taken the cake. Uh, the hashtag wars within this episode was Celebrity Crimes. Celebrity Crimes. Ooh, I wrote two down. So apparently, um, lightning struck twice. Well, <laughs> maybe, depending on how funny these celebrity crimes are. Um, first one is Will Assassination. Will Assassination, perhaps, is, is funnier. That would be the <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I'm going to explain it for no reason. That would be the, the celebrity Will Sasso in the crime of assassination. Will Sassonation. Oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, I also have down here Tim Robbins. That is <laughs> Tim Robbins and um, robbing and, and rob, rob robberies. Oh, boy. Not explaining them would have been better, I think. If only I had some way in which I could edit that out. So unfortunately, that is impossible. Nigh impossible. Uh, they played a game called uh, Drunk... Well, actually, I don't know what it's called. But what it is, is a website that will post your drunken texts. And then uh, the contestants had to respond to said drunken texts humorously. Huh? It sounds funny, and it was funny. The next game was called Unique LinkedIn Job Titles. Uh, LinkedIn is a site, <laughs> I, could, I could just say, period. No, uh, a site that I am on, I don't really get what it is. I think potentially for people looking for jobs or between jobs, it would be a helpful site. But other than that, I don't really see its point per se. I do use it for the podcast as far as I think this podcast is automatically posted to my LinkedIn site. 
which may or may not help me if I ever am looking for a job. Um, it may not if they, you know, listen to this and then say, hey, this man is insane. Let's not hire him. But if you are going to hire me and somehow stumbled upon this episode, I'd just like to say I would be a valuable member of your team and would do whatever it takes to make myself a valuable member of your team. Valuable team member. So the contestants came up with funny, funny ideas for unique job titles. I even came up with one of my own. Or did I? Yeah, I did. Uh, I came up with one of my own for this as well. The uh, air guitar tuner. That is someone who tunes air guitars. Hmm. Oh, uh, this next one was cool for very nerdy reasons. And that was, uh, if you have seen online in your travels... A, uh, a pictures of a Batman suite in a hotel. Uh, when I first saw these pictures quite a while ago, it was sort of, I think, under the headline. I, I don't think it was described as a suite in a hotel. I think it was described as man turns his bedroom into Batman's themed bat cave thing. But uh, apparently you can rent this room in a hotel. I would do that. I think it was expensive, though. Anyways, the contestants had to review said Batman suite within this hotel. Oh, you know what I did here as well? I also wrote my own review, as if I was a contestant on the show. My review is one star. Alfred put my condom on backwards. Let's move in to the fourth and final episode of that week, which, as you can imagine, aired on January 16th. Uh, this show is only four days a week of the five, not on on Friday. At least I think that's the day that it doesn't air. I, as you can imagine, if you've listened to many TV Tuesdays, I don't actually watch this show as it airs because I am not up late enough to do so. I do, however, watch them online. Oh, I, I should say on that note, thank you, Comedy Network, Comedy Central. I forget which one is the Canadian one. But either or, thank you for posting these. Uh, my thought is, or rather question is, is the uh, Daily Show and the Colbert Report, are they also only on four days a week, or are they five days a week? I kind of think they're only four as well. So what airs that other, uh, that fifth day? Curious. Anyways, the guests of the January 16th episode were Paul F. Tompkins... Yes! My favorite. One of my favorites, just people in the world. Well, I don't know if I can say that. I've never met the man. But people in the world who are comedically inclined, who have generated so, so many laughs in me in various forms, primarily in the form of podcasting, I should perhaps say, fellow podcaster. Huh? Sure, I could say that. Why not? Also, Jen Kirkman, also extremely funny, and also, just on that sort of note, does a lot of the, uh, as I call them, the podcast rounds. So I uh, have heard her in one form or another and enjoyed things she has said. Lastly is Mike Lawrence, who, my first experience of Mike Lawrence was on At Midnight. Not this episode in particular, but in another one. He's got a beautiful beard, and... Uh, the thing I like about Mike is that I think his sense of humor and mine are uh, very, very close, especially 
in their weird and oddness. I think uh, that is quite possibly the case. So some of the shit that comes out of this guy's mouth, <laughs> I can see that normal people, and we'll put quotes around normal, unlike myself, would find things he says just too weird. But I friggin' love them. And I, I and, but, I don't even know what, look, speechless. Uh, uh, this is, this is an audio podcast in which I'm supposed to talk about things. And he has made me speechless. So damn you, Mike Lawrence. Damn you. Uh, this episode, they, uh, started off with talking of LeBroning. So, like, in the first one I mentioned, there was Jennifer Lawrencing. This one had LeBroning, which, uh, apparently, LeBron James is known for, uh, he's a basketball player. <laughs> I should first mention. It's funny because that's another thing I love of Chris Hardwick, the host. He and I share the same love of sports, which is no love at all. So quite often, he'll sort of poke fun at that fact. For example, when mentioning LeBron James uh, and basketball, he's sort of clueless like myself and points out his cluelessness, which is what I suppose I have just done. So yay, that fact. LeBroning. LeBron James, uh, apparently he'll uh, pretend to get hit by other players or brush up against them and then fall in order to get penalties against them. That doesn't seem very sportsmanlike, so uh, I don't like that. LeBroning, the uh, the verb to LeBron, is where people in public will uh, be filmed, usually covertly, and then brush up against other people and then fall down as if they were struck. Uh, hilarious. Well, pretty funny, pretty funny. Uh, this episode, kind of funny, just in that the hashtag wars of this one was romantic action movies. I had two, and one of them, <laughs> I don't I hope it's not just in my brain. Please, 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 someone out there listening to this, tell me that it's not just in my brain. But one of these, I think, is very, very good. So, I, I wrote it down, and then that's going to be the end of this podcast, because I, I don't think anything as good will happen as this. So, I would just stop as soon as I said it. Okay? Are you with me? That's it. This, this, this podcast is going to end momentarily as soon as I say these two romantic action movies. The first being Army of Heartness. Huh? That's a co combination of army of darkness and a heart, which which indicates love and romance. Oh boy, explaining it again. The last one is a little film titled George A. Romeo's Date Night of the Living Dead. Hey, wait a second, that's also today's sponsor, what? That is fucked up. This podcast equally fucks up. You know what is not fucked up? Is that it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Mailwood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory.
I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.